0: Hello welcome to this Engage Engage podcast I'm Simon
1: and I'm Jamie
0: or should we say supersonic Simon and supersonic Jamie <laughs> oh oh we could go sonic in your tails or something
1: <laughs> well that sound I made was trying to be like you know faster than the speed of light but I don't know if that was the I don't know if that came across accurate exactly or not, if it was just a weird noise from me. Probably the latter.
0: <laughs> Everyone's now got visions of you sitting in a small um, plane outside of a shop, just, like, making plane noises and things.
1: <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame people if they did have that vision.
0: <laughs> um, as you may tell from the title, we are discussing the future of supersonic commercial flight. Um, and in the, my Love, to Jamie. I said, as you're probably have to tell from the title, this week we'll be t- talking about the, about the possible future return of commercial supersonic flights since Concorde's tragic and unfortunate demise in 2003. Um, yeah, we're we're doing that. that that's yeah, what we're doing.
1: Yeah, and obviously, you know, back to as we as as we usually try and include every year a bit of real science. So this is kind of like because I think you've always had a bit of an interest in this, haven't you, sir?
0: I always loved getting okay, my dad's an engineer so I was an interest in aircraft and you can't get more iconic than Concorde no, exactly. um so it's mum didn't want to do hers so we're doing that next year and it's like what can we do this year um supersonic sonic fire I don't know what why not <laughs> yeah
1: so we yeah we've got um you got I think you've we've got a link obviously you you come up with which was um on Wikipedia about supersonic transport. And I think you said you've haven't you've got an article as well.
0: Yeah, which I've I've you've been using, I've been looking at and I would probably share it share with Jamie some point during the episode to make life a bit easier. Um should we start with the discussion with the first paragraph? Yeah we can do that, yep. Do you wanna read it? Do you want me to read it?
1: Uh, I can read it if you like. Go for it. Um A supersonic transport, SST, or a supersonic airliner, is a civilian supersonic aircraft designed to transport passengers at speeds greater than the speed of sound. To date, the only SSTs to see regular service have been Concorde and the Tupolev 2144. The last passenger flight of the 2144 was in June 1978, and it was last flown in 1999 by NASA. Concorde's last commercial flight was in October 2003, with a November 26, 2003 ferry flight being its last airborne operation. Following the permanent cessation of flying by Concorde, there are no remaining SSTs in commercial service. Service. Uh, several companies have each proposed a supersonic business jet, which may bring supersonic transport back again.
0: Um. Yeah. It's it's a very interesting history of supersonic transport. And I said to James there's a few things we have had a good catch up before this and we had a good discussion about the topic before we got going. And I did a bit of clarification and I kind of said that around the time there was three different versions of like um Concorde. So there was Concord, which was successful. There's American version, which, as you can imagine, wasn't successful. And, well, the Russian one, which Jamie's already mentioned, which is the Tubalif. And one of the things I said to Jamie, and you can sort of say from the blurb, from the write-up already, that also wasn't great either. And you go to the right of the page and it goes the Tubalif to... 144 was the first SST 10 to service and the first to leave it and 55 passenger flights were <laughs> carried out before service and just the safety concerns um, yeah um, Russian safety what's that
1: I was just going to say because if you uh, oddly enough the analogy I'm kind of thinking of and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying like Russia uh, Russians don't keep themselves safe but I remember you saying to me ages ago about their roads or something what are their roads like
0: um, you also gotta look to to be fair, the Russians are a bit weird because how are we getting to the ISS at the moment? I don't know. <laughs> um Sawyer so space capsule, because obviously this is where it is a bit weird where the space shuttle from NASA mm-hmm. is, you know, that got that um ended probably what, fifteen years ago, something like that, at least. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um do you know how long they've been using the Soyuz Space shuttles since? How long? Since Yuri Gagarin.
1: Oh my God, that was like, really?
0: <laughs> it's wow. the, effectively, it's the same technology.
1: Wow. And it's not been upgraded at all or anything like that?
0: It's been updated, but it's essentially it's the same tech that they've been using for since then. Wow. So for like 70, 80 years worth. I, one minor hiccup in there it's this is a wild detour but it's it's weird with their kind of safety um their space stations also are a bit kind of shoved together with kind of um gaffer tape um Mia if you hear stories about Mia it's never really positive and then I think they ended up throwing um it into the ocean if I remember rightly oh dear that, that wasn't great either. I think it's I think it might be Helen Sherman actually. Our, our first uh, astronaut going. Yeah that was fun. That was interesting. So it's a bit weird. Russians and safety are a bit. Iffy and a bit sketchy. Because they like say. We're still using the Soyuz shuttle. The um, rocket. Although do you know how they get back. With those. Again this is completely off topic. And I hadn't planned this at all. Do you know how they get back. Um, um airbags and hitting the ground really really fast
1: that's it that's all they've got
0: yeah it's like parachutes and like airbags and whatnot and it's like <laughs> not nice welcome,
1: not as... welcome ladies and gentlemen this year is a holiday ad all about safety in russia <laughs>
0: so you know you can imagine why concord won out when you've got the americans trying to go big and bold and completely over complicating the damn thing and it just went kaput like it just didn't really go to the ground it just didn't happen and you've got russians just going you look at the image of that and you kind of go yeah it's kind of like concord but it's like like someone that just knew the details and went yeah try and build that again like kind i of if you look at it it's really out of proportion if you look at concord like the engines are like massive but it's yeah it's it's strange it's yeah where do you want to go on from from that detail because i've i've i don't know <laughs> got
1: of, well i mean obviously maybe just talk about kind of the challenges i suppose that that that's been faced with supersonic flights i suppose really are probably a good place to start i mean you know i mean I me mean, personally I, I i don't think i would <laughs> ever want to it's i mean you know it's just going so fast i think for me i just it'd be too much for me that kind of thing it's just like you no know. <laughs> so you know I, I love the idea of supersonic flight i think it's really interesting and you know if you've got
0: I, you know we had that discussion before it's like would you want to go to mars and i sort of said no i wouldn't want to go to mars but strangely i would want to do supersonic flight i think there's that's more safe than anything that, that that's the thing that's partly i think the whole reason i came up with this topic was the whole fact that i've got family over in australia the whole idea of getting there in like four or six hours yeah, and spending your would- whole day getting there it's like yes please
1: yeah, I, I I do I That is one of the advantages of it as you said you do you can travel really quickly and get to places much quicker than you would on a standard flight so that is that is certainly um what well, an advantage isn't it and you know and I know that obviously there's been obviously other drawbacks so like you know kind of see noise noise pollution and that noise it generates but I know there's been there's been kind of studies and they, they kind of they've tried to redesign um, them specifically to kind of reduce the amount of noise that they produce as well isn't it
0: uh yeah i'll share that article with you Jamie. that might life life bit interesting a bit more but yeah it's uh, the, the challenges with supersonic flight is the fact that you've got the sonic boom because obviously you're going past the sound barrier so that one of the things that I have got written down and why I can't see it becoming more viable, because, again, as I said before we got going, the whole answer is in that first paragraph where it simply goes, several companies have each proposed a supersonic business share. Well, that tells you everything you need to know. The problem is. It's not financially viable because. Sonic Booms really limits where you can fly the damn things.
1: Yeah, because you've got to think. I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, obviously, overseas, that would be one place you could, isn't it?
0: Well, but, what route did um Concorde fly? Famously fly, Jeremy. Well, it,
1: it was Heathrow, wasn't
0: it? Heathrow to. Um, oh. Where's the most logical place, Jeremy?
1: You're asking me, the guy's not really travelled anywhere. <laughs> I know as the it, it US
0: specifically. Uh, uh you do realise you've got everyone at home going, Come on, Jamie, you can get this. It's this place.
1: Because <laughs> New York
0: <laughs> Welcome to another edition. Oh damn, we got the events, the, the there famous crossing between Heathrow and New York their famous crossing where it's like, yeah, we did it in like three hours. So that limits where you can fly these things. Hmm. And if you do have, if you do turn the taps on, it has to be somewhere where there's not a lot of people because, well, Well,
1: they get annoyed. Yeah. And you know, that kind of, that kind of parts of mainland Europe, isn't it? Because a lot of that is just, so it's
0: just. You're talking kind of Atlantic. Atlantic you're talking kind of pacific uh, it, it, there's not many places that you can really fly these things properly which really limits the market for doing them and creating bigger planes for them mm. and then because do you want me to read what i what my conclusion was last night jamie yeah, that, yeah. this is it's not the cleanest thing but you'll sit there and go yeah that makes an awful lot of sense a limited capacity return due to the impact on travel because of the covid coronavirus coronavirus i don't know why i put coronavirus virus but along with its environmental impact uh which i'll get about talk about soon meaning ultimately it will just be used for business travel business jets on unlimited unlimited routes because of sonic booms now because the coronavirus is completely throttled the travel industry so any hopes of having large scale concourse or larger i think have gone right out the window agreed which is why yeah. you've got all these companies where it's business jets
1: yeah and you've got to think as well i mean that in itself is telling because you think the way it used to be with old oh, passion just could go on there just all new people well i know from what little i know of they were very expensive but like the I, mean, I don't know how much they would have cost for a supersonic flies are we talking thousands of pounds or something like that
0: uh oh now you're asking me questions i don't know um let's see what i can find out but i will get but, back to you on that but i yeah concord i don't think it was cheap
1: but you, so you know you've got to think of us and also if we're coming out of i said covid you know it, which has essentially throttled our world economy you're not going to get many people who are going to want to fork out thousands of pounds for a flight. Yes, it might be quicker technically, but people just go, well, yeah, it might take me longer to get from, I don't know, say, use your example, to Australia or whatever. Because obviously people are going gonna, to, it's going to be greater demand for travel now, obviously. I've
0: got that price, Jamie.
1: What's, what is it?
0: Price of Concorde. For example, in 1907, a round-trip ticket price from New York to London was seven, well, effectively $8,000. Equivalent to 12700 in 2019. Yes. More than 30 times the cost of the cheapest option to fly this route. There you go. That just tells you, doesn't it?
1: Exactly. So, you know, people might be, after COVID, like, now we're kind of coming out of things. Like, people are going to want to travel, but people are not going to have huge amounts of money, and they're not going to want to spend that amount. Yes, it may take them longer to get from A to B, but, you know, (laughs) so even the fact it's just definitely just business. Was it business? Um, um, oh, God, business companies, you know, even that itself is telling itself. And even then, as you say, it's, that comes with a whole host of problems. So the timing of it isn't great for a start, is it? You know, um, as you say, coming out of, a said, world pandemic. So, yeah, it, it's just with a lot of problems um did you finish reading what you put down? yeah that, that's
0: all i had that yeah. was it because that, yeah. that ultimately just, just it, i thought explains everything All everything that it if you read between the lines in both articles i'm gonna try and put this in the blurb that is the conclusion that's throughout the whole thing it's kind of oh they are planning them but this is against it this is against it mm. and you got to and again the other thing is um airlines are getting rid of their a380s so they are not using big aircraft at the moment so why would you then go and build this huge expensive supersonic superliner even though you're not using the standard jet superliner like to make any sense so all you're gonna and then did you look at the fuel costs fuel, fuel efficiency yeah and it's mind-boggling. So, passenger miles to Imperial gallons. So, Concorde was 17, and a Boeing 747-400, 109. Passenger miles per US gallon, 14 for Concorde, 91 for a Boeing 747-400. Litres per, liters per passenger for 100 kilometres, 16.6 for Concorde, 3.1 for a Boeing 747-400. No comparison, just kind of just you get more bang for your buck with a Boeing 747
1: yeah. it says here for example the Boeing 747 can more than three times as many passengers as Concorde while using approximately the same amount of fuel so and you you got you got to think of kind of carbon emissions and global warming at the moment as well so it is it, 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 a huge environmental concern too so yeah it just it, it, don't get me wrong I think it's a it's a, I think it's a great idea in principle, but I just think there are too many problems that come with it in terms of financial cost, in terms of environmental concerns. Um, and the thing is, you know, you know, these companies are going to do it. They, you know, they're going to want to make a profit. That's the whole point. Part of, That's partly part of the whole point of it. And you're not going to, it, and it's just going to be a waste of money and time.
0: Isn't it? um yeah let's so environmental impact in the international council on clean transport icct because Jamie loves those things estimates, uh, <laughs> sst would burn five to seven times as much fuel per passenger uh that's based on a new york to london supersonic flight um uh, which would consume more than twice as much fuel per passenger than than in a subsonic business class six times as much as economy and three times as much as super, uh subsonic business for uh london uh not London los angeles to sydney's What? Sydney. Right. los angeles to sydneys yeah that one that word here yeah. 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 um Funny. if there were two thousand um supersonic jets in 2335 there would be five thousand flights per day at 160 air- airports uh, and the fleet would emit 96 m- metric tons of CO2 per year, uh, which is America, Delta and Southwest Airlines combined in 2017. Uh, 1.6 to 1.2.4 gigatons of two- CO2 over their 25 year life lifetime. One fifth of the international aviation carbon budget. If aviation maintains its emission share to stay under a 1.5 degree climate trajectory. My God, that's a lot of jargon. Do
1: you you want me to read the rest of it?
0: Uh, If you would.
1: Yeah. Uh, Noise exposed (laughs) area around airports could double compared to existing subsonic aircraft of the same size with more than 300 operations per day at Dubai and London Heathrow and over 100 in Los Angeles, Singapore, San Francisco, New York, JFK, Frankfurt and Bangkok. Frequent sonic booms would be heard in Canada, Germany, Iraq, Ireland, Israel, Romania, Turkey and parts of the US up to 150 to 200 per day or one every five minutes
0: and people don't like plane noise anyhow so you can imagine how much that would annoy. because again no. with with concord it was an um it was a um novelty mm. but i can and imagine with that that would wear off pretty thinly and qu- pretty quickly
1: yeah and i can i can attest to that. I, I used to live so you know so i used to live near south and Netball, and i would and it wasn't all the time but i would hear the planes going over sometimes and it and it did bug me particularly if you're flipping trying to sleep <laughs> as well so having that like like more frequent sound of like god knows how many times it's volume yeah, yeah
0: people don't want that <laughs> that's that's interesting so i've looked if you go down a bit further jeremy if it talks about the new ones that are under development so there are three that are in development boom oh, technology yeah. overture erlon as2 and spike s5112 so let's put it in perspective. So the old school jet, so we're talking to the left, two two one four four, which I'm not sure we should really talk about because it was a bit of a death trap. But I'm not sure, but should we? It, it kind of it's a nice companion piece of Concorde. So the two of left could carry 150 passengers yeah. and could cruise at Mach two and had a range of three and a half. Uh, nautical miles or six and a half kilometers concord had a passengers 120 so i was about right mac 2.02 and had a range of 300 3090 nautical miles or 7290 kilometers now this is very interesting so the new wave of jets uh, oh i see yeah the the boom technology Passengers are 55, so that's pretty much halving Concord. Like I say, a
1: lot less passengers.
0: And it's 2.2 Mach, and it's got a range of 4.5 nautical miles, so 8,300 uh, 8, kilometres. Aerolone AS 2 then it drastically drops. That's 12, and only goes up Mach 1, 1.5. It's got the same range. Um, that's great. Um
1: S five twelve is eighteen passengers Mach one point six but a range of six thousand two hundred nautical miles which is eleven and a half uh eleven thousand five
0: hundred kilometres. So, so it's a quite a drastic change from what we were Yeah, I was
1: gonna say less passengers but more range. And max speed again is less as well.
0: And it's so that, yeah. If you look there's a drastic change it's So the thrust to weight ratio for Concord was 0.37 and for the other few it's between 0.26 and 0.43 so it's quite interesting kind of way that that pays off in some ways it is an advantage but in my mind it's not worth it for the number of passengers
1: no, and you know, and I know, I know there have been over the years. There's been, there's been, um, like, um, you know, these engineers they've tried to come up with ways of redesigning the plane so you know that there's it's more safe structurally, or you know, I said reducing sonic boom or the amount of carbon emissions and all that kind of stuff, isn't there? I know there has been. They've tried to kind of do that, haven't they? Yeah,
0: there's it, the way they design them. They are trying to limit the. Effects of something Booms But you look at Some of the information And it, they keep Getting pushed back Yeah And it states Are kind of 2022 2024 So It's not Going to happen Anytime soon And if it is It's on a very Limited Scale mm. But that's why I just don't see It going anywhere Bigger
1: No And like I said The timing of it Is not quite As I said We're we're coming out of a global pandemic and I know, I mean, you know, I know that obviously the travel industry, like a lot, like a lot of industries have suffered. Uh, Maybe this is their way of trying to revive it again, but I just, it's just, I mean, just based on kind of reading the notes and kind of what you said, it just, I just, I think, I'm not saying it's futile, but just in the long run, it just seems like a lot of effort for me personally, not enough gain. Does that make sense? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I still hope that um, something I always bring up I always hope sp- um, oh, scrounge jets are going to be the way forward
1: scrounge jets
0: yeah again I always bring them up but I think that may be the way forward
1: um, what are they again remind me so if you, if, um, you get, probably have mentioned this bit before but
0: Oh, Wikipedia will deliver.
1: Someone <laughs> else just sent me another link. it. Okay, where we go It's a link off the one of the uh, words in on the other page?
0: Huh?
1: Uh, don't worry. I thought I thought it was a link off of the notes from Wikipedia. The first uh, supersonic transport. I don't know if it's the it mentioned Doesn't matter. I'm rambling. Uh, a scramjet is a variant of a ramjet air breathing jet engine which combustion takes place in supersonic airflow. Okay.
0: It does get a mention in the other article, but I didn't know.
1: Oh fair enough. Okay. That's what that's what I wondered. Oh wow. That's an interesting design. So I'm looking at a picture on this page here. Artist conception of the NASA X forty three with Scramjet attached to the underside.
0: A scramjet Sorry. supersonic combustion ramjet is a variant of the ramjet air-breathing jet engine in which combustion takes place in supersonic airflow. As in ramjet, scramjets rely on high vehicle speed to compress it incoming air forcibly before com- uh, combustion, hence ramjet. But whereas a ramjet accelerates the air to supersonic velocities before combustion airflow, the scramjet is supersonic throughout the entire engine. Thus, allows scramjet to operate efficiently at high speeds.
1: Ah, and I take it, it, did not, it take it also. Um,
0: it's more efficient, in, terms in my of understanding.
1: Like, in terms of like not like not as a massive sonic boom and all that kind of stuff, and not as impactful on the environment, that kind of thing.
0: I think the main reason I remember it is because it's more fuel efficient.
1: Ah, okay. Well, then that may be the way to go then. That may be the future. Who knows? Oh, sorry. Yeah, advantages. Oh, here we go. So it does not have to carry oxygen. No rotating parts. Makes it easy to manufacture a turbojet. Has a high specific impulse. High speed can mean cheaper access to outer space in the future. Okay. So there are some good advantages. I'm just disadvantages difficult expensive testing and development very high initial propulsion requirements well you know money you know but it's (laughs) the same
0: with Concord
1: exactly but but it seems to me as though this I mean this is just us briefly looking but I think it shows more promise but again this is just you know this is just what I think doesn't mean I'm right (laughs) so
0: yeah it's it's a shame I would love to see more subs than it Jets around, and I won't. I don't. I don't like seeing Concorde as um as museum pieces when it, it's still the most um technology advanced bit of technology we have around. For not the most fluent I've been, but it's it's a shame because it, it, it's still advanced now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and even me, so I said, I said, you know, you have more of an interest in know more about this topic than me. But even I admit, I said, even I can see it does have potential, and I can see the potential benefits from it. But as we've both kind of said, there's just too much there in terms of the problems that we've kind of come we briefly discussed that it's just, in our minds, it's just it's just not worth it in the long run. So, you know i mean the other things as well as like i said there's even been structural issues in the past and um you know all that kind of thing so it's yeah you said so would you if you i mean if you had the money would you would you have loved to go on a supersonic flight
0: something a bit you... iconic about Concorde. Mm-hmm. who wouldn't jeremy that was one of the cool things in the 90s, wasn't it? That was cool. Even in the early 2000s, it was a cool thing to mm. go and do. And you heard these things that, you know, they, were, they weren't they were getting money in, so they, they would hire out concours and they would go on these excursions.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I can definitely understand your kind of passion for it, because I said, it's kind of something we, we you kind of grew up with, isn't it? The nineties, which is kind of that's that's our that's our decade for us, isn't it? It's, kind that, of... right. it's one of
0: those things. How did it pass you by, Jamie? How did
1: it? I, I, I think yeah, I think I have heard of I've have I have heard of Concord before and I have heard of Supersonic Flight, but it was just not something that I've ever really delved into. It just or if or if, if it did, it, it was fleeting at best. So, but it's <laughs> it's an it's an interesting topic, and you know certainly an interesting way to travel isn't so. it? <laughs> I just think for me I think just the, the money just...
0: Well I suppose that's the thing you, you know you haven't you hadn't even flown until what was that
1: 2012?
0: And... Was
1: it then? It was, yeah it was quite a few years ago but I think it was after well, I think was it, no, it must be a bit later I, I, I'm not quite sure When we went on our holiday to Edinburgh A weekend away to Edinburgh It's a few years ago Definitely about a good five, six years ago at least But um, Yeah, what were you going to say?
0: Sarah, can I imagine Not even flying Normally I think See for something Probably wouldn't have been on your mind too much
1: No No, probably not at all, no
0: Because even I think flying was a bit kind of mystical to you even back when we did it
1: mm. yeah so if that's the case a supersonic flight certainly would have been from my mind it would have even have been, been in my orbit so you know but no it's, it's certainly interesting and and you know it's um
0: 2011 yeah. 2011 Jeremy there you
1: go so we went to Edinburgh how oh, was, wow, was it was even it further back then I oh, thought blimey
0: decade ago bloody hell wow you, you're almost there but yeah 2011 but yeah i've always had a fascination with it and i so say i've seen quite a few different models there's lots that you can go and see so there's one i think um, on. i think it's one in i think possibly duxford there's one in Brooklands, but they're scattered here there and everywhere it's it's such an iconic plane and i think it's a shame that it had that accident. Although it, I'm not sure it would be flying or anything. It's again, it's a bit like you know they finally, well not finally, but they've got rid of the route master after the kind of that um like that vintage route that's finally finished. And it's the same with Concord. It's like it's a shame because I think that may have done something. That may have done. I don't know whether it would be grounded eventually, just because of cost. But
1: yeah, because I, I mean, as I understand it from the Concorde accident in two thousand and three, it had a knock on effect, didn't it? Which it... led to which led to said was it Russia and America stopping there stopping um, them from said their flights
0: and that. Mm, well, they finished their their planes ages before Concorde um. Uh, oh, grounded.
1: Beg your pardon, beg your pardon, but it, it, but they didn't they didn't continue doing flights, did they? After that, did they? After the accident.
0: Is As that I say, right? the the two um, finished in 1978,
1: Jamie. Uh, okay, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, that said few... that said in the notes. Um, yeah, I must I miss can't... that bit let try and find. I might try and find that American one. See if we can dig some information about but, that. But
1: you know, but it, you know, it, it stopped any kind of any future travel with supersonic flight in general, didn't it? So, you know, but you know, again, I, I completely understand why why they did stop it. I, I you know, I think I think it was the right thing. But, uh, you know, who knows, who knows where they'll go in the future with it? I mean, we'll just have to see how things develop. But as you say, even if it does happen, it's not going to be happening anytime soon. So. Uh,
0: this is the Miracle one, I think.
1: Ah, uh, right. Bone 2707. Stick on seven, this one. I don't think, I don't think we've, you've ever sent me so many links in the episode before. I <laughs> forgot the third one during uh, the 1960s. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, oh this, yeah. This, this, uh, this, was castles in 1971.
0: Blimey. Wow. Alternatively, so, so it was this one. I can't remember which one I was, which one I'm thinking about. But it's one of these two. It's either um the Boeing two seven oh seven or it's the. L two thousand. It's one of those two. I can't remember either. Of them they didn't work. No,
1: nah, yeah, again, cast in nineteen seventy eight. So, it's so really
0: you can one. see why I can say, so why I knew immediately. It's like it's just a about concord because that was the yeah. only one our That was
1: actually equally yeah, successful. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, the, the American ones and the Russian ones didn't really get off the ground. Because I, but because you look at both of them, they're both bad copies of the Anglo-French Concord. Mm. So it's just a bit like no competition. It's just Concord all the way. I, I would have loved to have gone on it. You know, I,
1: there's I bet, something
0: I would... something Sorry, magical God. about them. What you think dad would have loved to. Have. It's oh, okay. it's, you know, it's, <laughs> like, it's the sort of thing I think mum would have loved to have gone on it's like, it's, it's luxury.
1: Mm.
0: And it, it's I think for you know, aspirates. It's us, us going to America. It's going to New York. It's that whole thing, and going going there in four hours. It's you know, it's that cool, like eighties, nineties thing of kind of you know, you go there for a business meeting and then you fly back again. But again, it's these days with coronavirus and with how meetings are done these days. It's done like We're doing now. It's done over Zoom. It's done over um Skype it's done that way now You don't need in-person record uh, meetings anymore you don't need to fly halfway across the world to discuss something that we've done um over the internet so there's no real need in... for it
1: yeah or demand for it yeah as you say you know you're saving time and money and you know and the other thing as well is i'm just i mean i'm just trying to think to mind so when we went to edinburgh on a normal flight it's what an hour and a half was it to get there about an yeah, hour that, that
0: would seem about right yeah yeah
1: so if just say for argument's sake
0: it if, wouldn't happen jeremy it wouldn't happen because again sonic boom so it wouldn't you but yes it it would be something nuts like half an hour or something it, it, yeah theoretically but again it wouldn't happen because you're going over and, oh no it
1: wouldn't it wouldn't no because
0: yeah because you would have to go over like north sea but it would it would be uh counterintuitive again it's the whole you need to make it you need it needs to be long distance to make it viable Mm. and again that's that's why it's only business jets because who's the one who can afford what was the cost like twelve thousand dollars um business people yeah yeah it's that they're the ones that can afford it, so that's why it's only be stuck with those sort of clients, those sort of customers, because the rest of us can't really afford that. You know. No. Again, that's that's still in a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's that big. Oh yes, we went first class. We we went concord It's that how again. It's the. I, I know. It, it does make me want to watch like old episodes like it. Um these airport stuff like that where like they'd like to show you what what you know what was happening on concord and kind of yeah
1: and, and, and I, I would myself actually i think it'd be a fact it would be a fascinating glimpse into this topic and kind of you know me trying to set me find out more about it so i
0: don't know it's a very short topic because it's it is as effective as us going yeah it's a bit of a pipe dream it's just stuck to uh business jets but uh, with a blank space and mum going yeah we're doing it next year it's like uh now what
1: yeah and he said we try and include a bit of real science every year at least one episode
0: it's just i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it it's a really interesting topic and yeah it does make a bit nostalgic it really does
1: and you know and he said for me not really know much about he said it's very interesting and i've actually again it's like i wish i'd kind of learn a bit more about sooner but
0: there you go like i think you know it's one of those things like you hear about the vulcan and kind of people sort of saying oh yeah i remember when you could hear concord take off like you'd hear people talk fondly about it kind of like sonic booms or it powering up as it would take off and the kind of oh that was something that's something interesting about the because we've got one at southern airport interesting thing about the vulcan bomber if I remember rightly, they tested the engines uh, for Concorde on the Vulcan because they've got effectively the same delta wing shape. All right. They just simply plonked a Concorde engine on the bottom of it and tested it that way. Oh, cool! There you go. Another bit of random bit of trivia that I know of because, I say, I love, I love. <laughs> again, I've always had a fascination with Vulcans because again we've got one at Southend airport and I've seen them taxi and the amount of, of um power in it and um sound it's the same sort of thing to it mm. when they occasionally power that up and um taxi it so that's yeah that's, but yeah that's an interesting bit of tidbit that. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know what happened at the beginning where I got talking about Soyuz and nothing completely related to to SuperSonic flight. We we go off the all the time. It's part of who we are. I just think it's very, very typical about the Russian design, though. It's just like... But again, with Soyuz, it is very interesting that the simplest way is the best. Mm. That's why it's still around.
1: Mm. Honestly. yeah.
0: And I think maybe with the Tuduluf, whatever the hell it's called, I think maybe, they, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I think maybe they went possibly too simple.
1: Yeah.
0: And it blew up in their faces.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need to find that, you need to find that balance, didn't you, when it comes Whereas to things like that. Whereas I
0: think with it, you've got the British and you've got the French, so you're going to have the engineering design based behind it and it's gonna look pretty because well we're french so you got that nice mixture whereas kind of americans it's kind of we're gonna make it bigger and better and well that worked out well and then you've got the, the russians where it's just kind of how can we do it on the cheap yeah whereas we kind of didn't do neither and you won ended end up with this wonderful thing and again they you know it was um you know um introduced in late 70s so that's like you know like the 60s and you've got the 70s where it's like the post-war years where it's just kind of everything's going to be bigger and better it's, let's be let's get this world back up and running it's, let's all be flying around in concord and again you, this is where you've got like like robots aiding in the home all that thing and like flying cars and you've got concord in there it's all this kind of idealistic let's make the future better all this sort of positive thing and that's the only thing that really came to into fruition mm. and that's the that's thing and again concord in the late 90s was kind of part of called britannia it was part it was a symbol it was that kind of you know all those celebrities flying and all that sort of thing it's just, it's sad that we can't recapture that, hmm. but I think in some ways it's, it's cool that it had its time. It had its
1: time, yeah.
0: No, I completely fleeting.
1: understand where you're coming from, yeah. I'll get, I'll get where, you, I'll get where you're coming from, so, si.
0: But you would have thought that, by now we would be on to another, we would be beyond Jet in some form or fashion. Hmm. But we're not. For whatever reason that is but again that that goes into um you know um oil consuming and kind of everything runs on oil in some form or fashion mm. and we need to try and get on to other more greener uh, forms of um Energy creation and um, power.
1: Yeah, I mean, and maybe they said these scramjets that you you mentioned earlier. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the way to go. Who knows? But I, I think just from, I it's
0: know. the same problem we have with supersonic. I think again, they're still it's still early days. Even though they've been working it for forty years, something like that, It's just been long term. But even with that they're still NASA experiments there's nothing really if you look in the notes on that page there's not really anything where it's like yeah we're gonna there's gonna be this plane and you know there's nothing gonna be commercial about it anytime soon I can't really sit in the next 30 years years. or yeah Yeah. I can't sit anytime soon so it just stuck to jets where it's like 747s and things which you've had for again even that's been around since what 60s we haven't had anything new again later 80s have kind of have all been got rid of so we're back to 60s technology which is a bit crazy really
1: mm, definitely so yeah I mean it said it is the same kind of how things have gone and as you say kind of but, you know, when it comes to that kind of thing, you've, you've got to be realistic and just we personally don't think it's don't really think it's viable. But, you know, who knows? I mean, we could be wrong. and Who knows what the future will hold for supersonic rights? But I just I'm thinking it's I'm just I think it's just been an interesting topic just to kind of delve into, hasn't it?
0: i think so again that's the weird thing i haven't really done too much prep for it because i it's a topic that i've always been fascinated by um but it's it's a shame i think but it's it's there's no real future for it mm it's just in a very limited fashion just
1: um, i'm in agreement with you so uh, and i said and i can say even after us just to do this one last what 40 45 minutes even i can kind of say that so it is a shame but i said i i completely agree um
0: yeah i don't know what else we really want to say on it i think we've kind of gone around a bit of a loop for last 10 15 minutes but it's (laughs) just (laughs) I think so. I, I do wonder how many people back there are now a bit, now a bit nostalgic about Concord. I think there's an awful lot of people out there just sitting there going, that thing was cool. That thing was amazing.
1: The awesome people back, but it probably won't happen. So, um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say, Sid, about about supersonic flights? I suppose at all or anything.
0: No, I've rattled on too long. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're fine. Um, I. I i think that's it then guys um i said we hope you enjoyed listening um i think maybe we'll put a link put a link in the blur to the page we've used um did you also want me to link that article that you found side the first one
0: uh could do
1: yeah so um, it pretty yeah, kind of much so, says
0: what we've been saying but it could do
1: yes yeah if you guys I said if you guys want to find out more then then feel free to have a look i said it's certainly been very interesting and uh yeah, I suppose that's our, our real science episode for for this year, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and um, did any do we have any any housekeeping or anything general podcast stuff at all you want to mention or? Not really. Okay. Well, that's it, guys, for for another episode, and yeah, we'll be back soon with our next one. Bye.
0: Bye.